0: Hello, welcome to The Final Swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hello, and welcome to episode number eight of The Final Swipe. So in today's episode, I bring on a special guest who is a friend, Emily Castle. She is a business coach. She does soulful business um, mentorship but she does all of this through sisterhood. And that is why I brought her on the show because sisterhood is something that I recently learned about. I've heard the word and, you know, and and if you're in the woo woo kind of circles and all that stuff, you're going to hear the word sisterhood. You're going to hear people call each other sisters, but I didn't really get it. I didn't understand why it was important and like what that really was. I grew up you know, with a big group of girlfriends and I thought like, I don't need sisterhood. Like I have sisterhood. I have my girlfriends. But last year I signed up to be part of a sisterhood and um, it was led by uh, an amazing shaman who I talk about a little bit in the show. And I, I, finally understood, I was like, oh, the power of sisterhood, what it's supposed to be like, what gathering is about and and how we can be intentional in that process. And it really helped me grow in so many ways that I realized that um, for the, the women who were in the group who were single, I also saw like how needed that was. So I wanted to talk about how sisterhood can help us in our search for love and how it can also hurt us in our search for love. So I just wanted to talk about a sisterhood, be a little bit more intentional about it, because I'm sure a lot of you are already in sisterhood. Um, But, you know, maybe perhaps seeking out some in, you know, some sisterhood or doing a better job of directing your current relationships and friendships to something that actually can help you Towards the things that you really want in life. So without further ado, here is Emily and myself and enjoy. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the final swipe. Really excited to have a good friend of mine who we haven't caught up in a long time. So it was, it was a good excuse to have her on, catch up, catch up before and, and, um, and just be able to just riff with her here and share her experiences on dating. And also, she's just such a, a soulful, beautiful person. She is, to me, Emily is the, um, it's like a representation of like the divine feminine, which is a big, <laughs> it's a big honor, Emily.
1: Mm, <laughs> it is. Thank <laughs> I just you. That. That
0: we, I <laughs> wanted to share her with you a little bit. And um, I wanted her to share her experiences with you because I think you're going to learn a lot from her. So without further ado, Emily Castle. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, Nikki. I am so pumped to be recording this with you right now and having this conversation. I was so first honored that you invited me and then second, just so freaking excited to catch up with you and hear what you're up to. Because I know for both of us, it's been maybe like a year or so and so much has changed. And I (laughs) think... It's so exciting, and I love seeing and being in community and in sisterhood and in connection with other amazing women who are really just living life fully and following the callings of their soul and following um, the you know messages of our intuition for what the next step is in our business and in our life and in Relationships and you know everything across the board, and it's so fun to connect with people. Also, you know, not every day, and to see that transformation and be able to witness it for each other and be in the celebration of it with yeah. one another. So, thank you,
0: that. you guys. You, you can just tell with like the, the words that she used you, you're going to get where I'm going. So just stick to the show, okay? So we're we're going to go somewhere. So just <laughs> hang in there with me. Also, I am um, recording this w- during the holidays and. I have all three children home and one of them has a friend over there. I lock them in their room. Not like in a bad way, you guys, but just (laughs) hear background noise and it's not a dog. It's probably a child and just, you know, stick, stick with me. Okay. Living my best life over here. (laughs) (laughs) Emily, tell me a little bit. um, Let's start with like, uh, you know, what you do and maybe how you got to where you are. And then we're going to, Emily's going to let us dig into her dating life because she, had an interesting dating life the last few months. So we're, mm-hmm. I would love for you to share that as well. But if you can tell us a little bit of like your background, you know, what you do um, and whatever it is, that, however you want to show up today.
1: Of course. Thank you. Um, okay. So what I do professionally and my dog is also potentially whining in the background as he's playing <laughs> with his toys. So, you know, good. real life. Um, so, Professionally, what I do is I am a leadership and business coach for women entrepreneurs who are typically highly ambitious mm-hmm. <laughs> and also who want to lead a life and a business that is soul led. And what I mean by that is that I believe and I think that we all have a reason that our soul decided to come here to this planet at this unique moment in time with the unique circumstances that we're born into and the lessons and the growth available to us with the desires that we hold and the vision that we have for our life. And I find that a lot of women at this moment in time really One, we have so many opportunities that we didn't have before, right? Like the internet for one (laughs) did not exist. We could not have this conversation Mm -hmm. before and actually record it from our own homes and all of these beautiful things and be able to be home with your three children and their friends and your dogs and all those things. And so we're at this really beautiful point in time. And I think that we haven't necessarily walked this path yet as women together or individually. And so my work I see as really being supportive for the women who feel called to trailblaze a new path and a new way of being and a new way of working and a new way of leading their businesses and their lives that are both soul led and also successful that helps to take all of the opportunity that we've gathered for ourselves as women that all the women before us who have come before us have gathered for us and that we now have available to us and to really do something meaningful with it, to create a business and a life that really lights us up, that creates both impact and income that is abundant and to pave the way for women to come. Because when we really, when we, harmonize that soul and strategy for ourselves in our work and in our lives, we open up limitless possibility. And we also are, you know, paving the way for others and being an inspiration for others. And so I don't take that lightly. I think that now with the world of social media, we have so many people watching and that can be a really incredible gift. And it can also be a responsibility to show up fully and to not let ourselves die with our mission and our dream inside of us. And so that's really where my work is. And then the way that I do that is through gathering women together in sisterhood and supporting them through that medium, so to speak with their business growth, with launching scaling and growing their businesses and, um, through the lens of sisterhood because we are really not meant to do this alone and we haven't been here before and we need each other and we are designed to be social animals. And it is isolating sometimes to be sitting behind your laptop, trying to figure out the problems and we can really get into our own heads and we can get stuck and we can get overwhelmed and stressed out and burnt out when we don't have the accountability of other people checking in with us and saying, how are you really? You know what? What's really going on? How can I support you?
0: And I think asking those questions. Sorry, I I think that's like that's something so um, special, and to me, that's really one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show was because you you really have a good understanding of sisterhood, and you use that uh, you use it as a tool to open these women up and get them to where they're you know meant meant to be Mm -hmm. and similar to business dating is very isolating especially now that we're on apps and things like that like we're behind a phone you know like trying to find love and it feels very shameful um Mm -hmm. at many times and it feels you know just lonely and it just like kind of it's like you already feel alone and then now you're feeling even more alone because of the way you're doing it and um I also am just starting to bring sisterhood into into my work um through this group program that i'm doing but i find it being a little bit hard to get people to ben- to see like the benefits from sisterhood because not especially like the high achievers mm-hmm. uh, which i know you have and i have like usually we're used to doing things on our own because there's this kind of this thought that like if i don't do it on my own then i didn't earn, then i didn't earn it yes and um this last year Actually, I signed up for this sisterhood program. I was, I was two days out of the hospital and this friend of mine oh who's a shaman, um, was putting on Instagram that she was starting this, this, you know, this thing called the temple, um, cat coder, by the way. And I was like, and I was signed up to start my shaman studies last year, but I couldn't go because I was so pregnant. And my and it was in London. And my husband was like, please don't drive. Please don't fly all the way to London like nine months yeah. pregnant. And I was like, really? And so I was <laughs> really? like, when I saw Cat put up that she was starting like some sort of sisterhood, I was like, you know what? I don't know. I have no idea what she's doing, but I'm signing up for it. So I signed up for it and for a whole year. I spent... Um, a whole year with 10 women. And um, it wasn't super like structured around business or love or anything like that. It was just like structured about whatever was our soul was, you know, kind of calling for whatever reason, the 10 of us were meant to be together for this year. And it was led by this, by Kat. And that was the first time that I was like, whoa, like, you know, you hear like, oh, it's better in groups and like group Mm -hmm. this, group that. And it's like, no, like, I get it. Like it was, it wasn't, yeah, Kat, of course it was so powerful in, in the, in her leadership, but it was just the 10, like the, the kind of doing it with these people. and going through this process with these women was so magical. And I didn't, I don't think I valued that as much, Emily, because I hadn't experienced it. And I think perhaps that's probably why it hasn't really been in my work until now. And I feel like you've always known the magic of that. And I would love for you to share a little bit about Like what is sisterhood and like why does it work? Mm.
1: I love this. I'm so happy to hear that also that you really found that and experienced that on your own and are feeling the magic because I know that that's, that's true for me. So I... Sorry, can you repeat your question? What was yeah, I just got yeah, so excited no, 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 about your experience that I no, no, I know you
0: were in it with me. <laughs> so yeah. I was wondering like I feel like you you've always known the power of sisterhood. Not always, but at least since I've known you, I'm sure. Um before that there was but I was wondering like why and I feel like you're just good at that too. Like perhaps maybe you come from a big group of girlfriends or or something, but I'm wondering like why. Why do you think sisterhood works and also like what is sisterhood to you like what what is it and like why do you think it works and why is it important
1: mm. Okay thank you I think it works because it is our innate tendency as women to gather for one okay. and that that and doing that and the act of circling together I think reawakens a memory that is deep in our bones as women because that's what women been doing since the beginning of time. You know, it's our, it's our tendency. It's our nature to gather, to be in community with one another and to foster those connections. And to, I mean, if you think about it on a broader scale, like that's what we see women doing, nurturing, right? Children, sometimes sometimes businesses, sometimes a cause that they care about, sometimes their partners, sometimes ourselves sometimes our friends right we are innate uh, we are innate with community building right and and being together and gathering people and sometimes people love to, women love to do that some of them you know if you're sort of applying this to yourself as you're listening think about like do you love hosting parties for your friends or dinners or do you lo- like what is the your instinct of gathering what does that look like because I think we all have a unique way of doing it and there is still something in us that waken that awakens when we are in that space. And I knew for me the first time that I, um, first of all, I went to a women's college, and that was just a mm. s- serious soul calling. Like I didn't, I didn't look at anywhere else. I just felt so called to go to a women's college and have that experience of being together with other women and seeing if we create this little microcosm of women powerful women who are ambitious coming together. What kind of world do we create in that space and what happens when we have the right tools and resources and things are, are catered directly toward us from like the equipment in the gym to Mm. what we're talking about and the positioning of our conversations around women in politics and leadership and business and, um, international studies and law and every in everything what does that look like how could it be different you know and so if women are the i found there if women are the only ones who have the opportunity to lead we have to and we have to get over all the blocks that are in the way of doing that typically right Mm -hmm. and that creates a really caring compassionate nurturing community of people who really want to see the world be a better place and who want to rise to the occasion to make that change start internally by making better choices in our lives from the food that we eat to the words that we say and the way that we communicate with others and cross-cultural understanding and communication and just everything like Mm -hmm. such a beautiful experience and so then after that I was sort of in this world of the normal like small business Uh, I was working for a local publishing company uh, in magazines and I was doing ad sales and it was super competitive. Every woman was against another woman. It was not sisterhood at all. And so I saw the contrast and I was like, this is not the way that it's, you know, like, look what happens when we are in competition with one another all the time. Nobody wins, right? Nobody wins at all. It's a crappy environment. The energy of the office is not great. No one wants to come in. It's like dead energy. Uh, we aren't supporting one another because we're too concerned about ourselves, and we aren't creating a positive community. People are talking about each other behind their backs. We're and this is sort of you know what is happening on a grander scale in our world unfortunately mm-hmm.
0: and so the patriarchy you guys exactly <laughs> i mean it's yeah. like it's the reality show like the the mm-hmm. housewife shows and like all those things because i feel that you know the patriarchy at some part, point realized like when women come together it's like all mm-hmm. this power and it's Be powerful yeah. so let's let's <laughs> break it up. Like, Let's make sure that that power does not come together. And this, when I see the patriarchy, there's women in the patriarchy too. It's not just men because I think in dating, I don't want people to get confused and think like men are awful. And that's mm-hmm. not what this is about. Um, but it's, it's basically the idea that um, if we segment it, then it's not going to be as powerful. So if we pin them against each other, um, then it's not going to be you know as, as powerful as it, as it is when we're all together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so for me, I knew that part of what I was here to do was to gather women and, rem- and allow us create the space and hold the space to allow women to gather and to remember why that's so important, to remember what can happen in that space, to remember the magic of sisterhood and why and, you know, how we are meant to gather Really, how we're meant to relate and connect with one another. And through that, I found that actually it was such a personal growth journey to be in a space of sisterhood because we learn through one another and we reflect one another and we can notice any triggers coming up in us or opportunities for growth that come up. Through one another's stories, through one another's experiences, through one another's challenges and successes and all the different things of a journey, which is so varied. And I remember the first sisterhood gathering I hosted was called Hippies in Heels. It was at my friend's friend's gallery that she worked at, an art gallery. So we came together and... It was so fun. And I just, I remember the feeling in my body, Nikki, it was like buzzing. Like my whole, everything was just like, my cells were buzzing. I can't describe it any other way. Yeah. And I just knew as I was driving home from that event, I was like, oh my God, this is the reason one that I'm here. And two, like, this is brilliant for so many reasons. And I now see all the different ways and all the different reasons that it's so important for us to gather as women, not just because it's good for one of us or some of us, but really it reawakens something. It's good for all of us in the room, but also that ripples out because when we, refill our cup and when we feel more confident and capable and when we see that she can do it and so can I and when we get that encouragement and when we allow ourselves to be fully seen and received by someone else in our truth and our vulnerability in our rawness then we open up the gateway for us to do that elsewhere. So it's almost like a practice ground, like a little incubator for how we might want to show up in the world, but we're too afraid or we don't feel safe enough to do that. And so I noticed for me in my experience in sisterhood, I, and I've invested in multiple programs and everything actually that I've ever invested in for my business has been based in and grounded in sisterhood as a foundation for that growth. Um, And so for me, I noticed that I started to really grow so much for myself and that was reflecting in my business as it was growing and it was reflecting in my relationships as they were shifting. It was reflecting in the way that I showed up for myself. It was reflecting in every single area of my, of my life and the way that I would even view and relate to other women became Less competitive and more compassionate and more inclusive.
0: And it sounds like, you know, at that point you made like an intentional choice to, you know, and rarely do we make these intentional choices, intentional choice to be around certain women. Like typically it's like, you know, whatever friends we've had since we were a kid or whoever's right. single at the time. Um, and we kind of just, you know, come together without even knowing why we came together, but, you know, there's some sort of common interest. Maybe we're all you know, single at the time or we all mm-hmm. work at the same place or whatever. Or maybe
1: is. you're all sh- like frustrated by the same thing. I find also exactly. sometimes our groups of people come from something negative, you know, exactly. like we're, we're all mad about the same thing. Exactly. And then we're bonding over the anger over and it's that. Exactly productive or helpful for anyone. Kind exactly. Of keeps
0: stuck. And the truth is that like, um, we are, in sisterhood all the time. And I think what you're talking like, sometimes we are intentional. Like it sounds like, you know, when you made those business investments and even the girls that the women that join your group, like it's more intentional and they have an idea based off the leader who are the type of women that they're going to be around. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like it's a little bit more, I guess controlled, but sometimes we, we don't, everybody who's listening is probably is Most likely in sisterhood, even if your sisterhood is three people, like you're in, you're within some sort of group and it's, it's also important to talk about what happens when we're not intentional about it, when we don't see it as sacred and how, because even when I was in that sisterhood for the year, like it was very sacred. Like we knew we were going there and nobody was bringing like, yes, you bring like your, you're bringing like your shit, you know, like, cause that's like, we would kind of go through a lot of the things that were in us that we were trying to heal and, and move past, but nobody's there to, you know, like bash anybody else or talk negative about something and, and but still kind of, you know, go through our dirty laundry, but not, you know, in, with intention. And we don't, I feel like when we're in sisterhood, we we, don't, we just don't see those, those gatherings sacred anymore. Mm. Whether it's like we're going out to a bar and we're hanging out with our girlfriends, like kind of how could we, um, you know, Still being normal and living in this modern day and age, but like, if you're single and you're having a group of friends, like, what, what, what would you imagine that look like? I mean, I know you came from that, so like, what does that look like when you have when you're looking for that kind of support?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think first of all, it's just not really happening that often right now. And I think for each of us, it's our responsibility to create it and to create, to add the intention to the gatherings that we're having. You know, it's very easy to do that with a few small tweaks because usually we can just assume (laughs) across the board, we're probably most of the gatherings we have on a day-to-day basis or on a, you know, annual basis are pretty unintentional. Right? right, they're not. They're like, okay, let's go have dinner, or let's go to brunch, or da 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 da. But they're not actually. There's not um,
0: an intention, a, a thought, a foundation.
1: But, uh, yeah, things. like a, a, an intention behind why are we gathering? What's it really about? And I think we also forget to view each other as sacred right? Like we forget to view one another as women, as sacred beings and sovereign beings. And so it's easy to take that for granted that like, oh, my girlfriends or whoever. And we also have a tendency, I think, to not really value those relationships high on the like pedestal of our life or high on the totem pole of our life, right? Like we think like, oh yeah, my girlfriends, but really what I want is the man of my dreams so that I can then go be with him and create a family or whatever, right? And, and I think we almost can have a tendency to treat our female relationships and friendships as stepping stones sometimes. Right. And that's not true for, for all of us all the time, but at certain moments it's like, oh, I'm lonely, I'm going to call my girlfriend, right? And so it's like the backup plan versus the intentional first plan A right. to what we actually want to be doing and how we want to be spending our time right and so i think that's that's one piece of it it's like we have to remember how sacred and powerful each other are and to actually value and prioritize those relationships because for me yes i came from a women's college but still we were in college and there wasn't a ton of intention around us gathering. It's not like we sat in circle together and pulled Oracle cards and talked about how are you really? And had really mm-hmm. simple connections. We triggered the shit out of each other and we got mad and we were mean and, you know, right. we worked stuff out with each other, but it wasn't always beautiful.
0: <laughs> right. Um, and also I think like, you know, what we don't realize is that when we're in, you know, community, when we're in circle and we're in sisterhood, we're also creating like, mm-hmm. it's like, all these people, all these women come together, whether it be three, two, five, ten, and we're creating something. And sometimes it's good stuff. And sometimes it's, you know, gossip or, Mm -hmm. um, more negativity around something. And I think it's, you know, it's like important for us to be mindful that when we come together, we're creating something. So what are we, you know, what are you creating? And is it something that you want? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, and I guess like, so in your business masterminds, like, Mm-hmm. a part of bringing those women together are also so that they're surrounded by like high level um, visionaries too. Like, I guess, cause like maybe they're coming a lot of times, like they don't have access to that kind of um, vibration. So mm-hmm. um, you're, you're trying to like get them to, I would imagine like kind of be around other like-minded people. Cause like you said, off, off, offline, you were saying um, like who you surround yourself. I forgot what, what it was mm-hmm. like you are. Yeah, you are the this. average
1: Yeah. Of the five people you surround yourself with. Right. Right. So
0: So like, yeah, yeah, I wonder, you know, what does that look like in, in dating too? Like if this is because dating, when you're looking for love, like it's a goal, like it's, you know, it's like, okay, this thing that I want, like, it's this thing that I want. So like, am I supported? Am I around the people that are going to support me to get to that kind of relationship?
1: Yes. Because I think the big thing about that is really the collective mindset that you're cultivating in any group. Right. right. So if the mindset is that, is that which pulls down the intention, you know, mm-hmm. that like bashes it kind of like, oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we want this. We say we want this, but really what we believe is that it's not possible and that men suck and that, um, we're not good enough because this, this and that, and we need to be different than we are right now to find the perfect love for us. And we need, you know, oh my God. Right. And, and, just saying, those three, those like four or five things that I just listed. That's pretty much every group of girlfriends I've ever been around who have been single at the same time. Right? Yeah. Like it's <laughs> right. like
0: yeah, you know, it's it's what we we don't notice we're doing it, and sometimes no. like you know it's like fun to like complain and and yes, and talk about we feel
1: things. less like, alone. Right. Like the way that we, anywhere? it's not getting us anywhere. Right. right. So we, yes, we can. F- I think the thing is we can be intentional about who and how who we gather with and how we do it so that our intention is actually fulfilled and it's a positive experience for everyone because we're actually cultivating the mindset that's going to make the results a lot easier together more than it is if we were trying to do it on our own and i think this is where the power of groups is really strong and can go either direction positive or negative right. Right? Because we, can, if we surround ourselves with the people who believe something that's actually damaging or counter to the result that we want to create, or the thing we want to call in, or the life that we want to create for ourselves, then we're actually, it's the subconscious mind that's in control. right? So our whole life is just a, a reflection of our subconscious mind, which means our belief systems. So which means our mindset, right? So if our results are a direct impact of our belief systems and our mindset, then what we really need to address is the mindset. And if the mindset and the reinforcement that you're getting for your own conditioning and your own limiting beliefs that we all carry with us is uh, more reinforcement is more of the same, then we're only hurting ourselves. We're actually not helping ourselves in any way. And it's going to make it really hard for you to get unstuck and to actually create a new result because the belief system, the environment
0: environment that you're in,
1: right. It'll continue to be reinforced. And that, that (laughs) is really damaging to the result. If you want to create something new at all in any capacity, dating or otherwise business
0: yeah, and all that, which is why, like, you know, who, you know, who you gather with and also like, you know, what you're what you're creating in that, in, in that gathering. But I think it's also important to point out that, um, I, you know, a lot of times I think we get to a place where we're like, oh, she's so negative. Like I don't want to be friends with her anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, or I need to find like a whole group of friends because a whole new group of friends, because like, this is not, um, you know, like they're just like not uh, aligned with like my thinking. But I, I really do feel that sometimes before we make that decision, we have to ask ourselves like how we can create the change. And Mm -hmm. and change the you know like and just change the tide, because we do all of us. I don't care if you're like the leader of your group or you're not or whatever. If you have that, but we can all decide to be like you know what guys like. We're only allowed to like complain once, like every time we talk, and then that's it. Like you get one, you you get one, um, like one little chance at like saying something negative, but then after that one, a lot, like you don't have any other, like allotment, like you're not allowed to talk, you know, like, and you can set things up like that. You don't have to make all new friends. You can actually help everybody um change as well and help everybody rise as well. Like, you don't have to go and get rid of like all the people that you surround yourselves with. You can <laughs> set boundaries, right? Like you can set boundaries of like what's allowed in your life and what's not allowed in your life. And if they, of course, and then if they abuse those boundaries and that's different, but I think it's worth trying to set the boundaries before, before just jumping ship.
1: Right. And same in a relationship, right? Like it's so easy to say, to look at someone on paper and be like, Oh, they don't have this thing. and, uh, And really, you're co-creating a relationship in any way, a relationship with yourself, a relationship with other women and sisterhood, a relationship with a man or a woman romantically, you know, you're, we're all creating our own reality and our own, um, yeah results in every moment so it's I up to
0: i want us. to hear that but emily yeah. so speaking of, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nobody wants to hear like this is your story um <laughs> i'm like always like no how did i create this how did mm-hmm. i do this but <laughs> well, you mm-hmm. did nikki so, <laughs> um emily you had like an you know and just share whatever you feel you know um that you feel is going to be helpful and that you're comfortable with sharing. But Mm -hmm. um, you had an, you had an interesting recent like dating story and kind of sometimes if somebody would hear that story, like, Oh, she, she met this person like by chance or whatever. Do you have any idea like maybe why you were successful in like finding a good partner for yourself without too much resistance? Do you have any idea why that happened? (laughs)
1: That's such a great question. Actually, thank you so much for asking that because uh, it's true, and I st- I haven't thought about it that way for myself in my own life. It's just been like, oh. And actually, I hosted um, a winter solstice retreat hmm. uh, a couple weekends ago in Pittsburgh when I was visiting with a friend, and one of my previous clients came, and she was like, I'm just so fascinated by how you fall in love so often and so... <laughs> frequently and like so well is that, is that a backwards compliment like oh is that a backwards compliment no it's actually i was like actually a great compliment because i know for me like every partner has taught me so much about myself and i think that that's what i view because that's my that's my lensing for everything is growth for the most part in my life it's like what is this here to teach me what have i what am i learning here what am i growing here? What's the opportunity? What's the initiation? And what's the invitation Mm. for me to to move through this in a way that's powerful? And I feel like I've really learned when I outgrow something, it's time to let it go. And that's okay. It doesn't mean it's a failure or that there's something wrong with me or that person even. It's just we've outgrown this. We've played it out. We've learned our soul's lessons from each other. We've gotten the nugget and now we can move forward and it doesn't need to be a dramatic thing. It doesn't need to be a negative thing. It just is. And so I think that's maybe one piece is the acceptance of not every relationship is going to work out and most of them won't and that doesn't mean it's a failure and that doesn't mean I shouldn't keep trying and it doesn't mean I can't keep showing up and it doesn't mean I can't trust that there is a great love out there and it doesn't mean that I can't believe that I am worthy of receiving it and it doesn't mean any of that right it's like life doesn't actually mean anything except for the meaning that we assign to it and that interpret that in that determines how we interpret process filter, act, believe about the situation and the result that we create for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think it starts there. It's like really, it's- Having a good good
0: interpretation of like how, what it meant to like be with somebody, break up with somebody, see that that didn't Mm -hmm. work out. And maybe at a time that in your life that you- would have liked it to progress or whatever, but like it didn't. Mm -hmm. And the way you're able to look at it, you feel like the thing that helps you keep moving.
1: Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And then the other thing I think is alignment in general. Like what, because I know that I'm living my soul's purpose, because I know that I am doing my soul's work, because I know that I am listening deeply and trusting the call of my intuition and my, my internal wisdom and my higher self, I know that I am taking the steps toward deeper alignment in my love life as well as in my business and in my relationships and in my finances and in everything in my life. The, it all comes from what's within. So if I continue to do my own work to stay in alignment with my soul's purpose and my soul's mission, then I know that everything else I can just trust. Everything else is also going to meet me there at a new level. And so if something falls away, I know that that must mean I'm ready for something that's better than right. what I thought was great before. So it must mean that I'm ready for something even better than I can imagine at this moment. And so that's kind of where I find. And then I think a lot of people too, like I I will say, I met every, let me count, my last three relationships, which have been like, my, all my actual adult relationships, except Mm -hmm. one out of college have been from Tinder. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And they've been incredible long-term fulfilling relationships. And actually I didn't go on and I didn't go on and go on like a billion dates. I went on a couple and that was what happened for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is like, the odds of that happening are very low. I know from talking to other people. And I think really it's the way that you, that each of us is showing up to it, right? Like if we're showing up and thinking this is never going to work, this sucks. I hate it. I'm just on here
0: because I feel like I have to be. And we don't actually like. See the magic that like we have in our hands.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Like the fact that I could meet someone who lived like two towns over from me my whole life and we never, connected or cross paths and we are like soulmates in so many ways on my phone from my mom's couch in the living room between trips from Europe and Bali when I was home for two weeks is absolutely incredible. And I, right. that is like such a gift and I'm so grateful for that because I mean, I can't imagine like my whole life has changed since the moment I met him and decisions have changed since the moment I met him and what I wanted has changed. And it's, it's amazing to have that in your life. And also I'll just share this too. He's, his name is Chris. He's really amazing at encouraging my like weird weirdness and my (laughs) love of Broadway show tunes and singing and performing. And so (laughs) on New Year's day, actually in the morning we were like, Slept in because we went out the night before and we had a really great time. And you know, we came home a little bit after midnight, but uh, we were in Cape May, New Jersey, and he put on um, the song Popular from Wicked, if anyone knows that song, it's it's like just like waiting for me to burst out into song. And I was like, I'm tired, why did you do that? And then it was like two minutes later, and I was in full. (laughs) <laughs> like Broadway mode, he was like, "Why are you so good at this?" i was like i don't know i 've been doing it my whole life, but really like i, I hadn 't expressed that part of myself in a while because i 've been so focused on my business, so focused on you know personal development and all these things that I kind of forgot about this this aspect of myself that is actually really integral and helps me feel more connected to my essence than probably anything like belting a tune i sang my whole life from when i could talk to when i was in high school
0: it's like a hidden talent i did not know that
1: yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i forgot about it too and you know it's so funny like when we meet certain people when we put ourselves out there when we get into alignment when we accept and move forward we open up the space for so much more possibility than we even thought possible mm-hmm. you know and so I think all of those things are, are things that can support hopefully other people
0: in. Yeah. So I want to have, like, I want to share like a little, a quick teaching moment. So like, as Mm -hmm. Emily's sharing her story, like, you know, like she said, she's like, I know that, the odds are that you're not going to go on two dates and Tinder and like meet this perfect, you know, meet this perfect, this perfect person. But like, that's how it happened for me. That's basically what she's saying. And, you know, and then sharing the story of like how supportive he is. And a lot of us are going to listen to that and want to hate you. You know, a lot of us (laughs) don't hate me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's the truth, right? Like that. And that's the beginning of, of our, of sisterhood. That is like, that's a perfect (laughs) teaching moment to be like, this is our sister who was on the same boat as me, who was looking for her person and didn't have much luck, had to go through like a breakup, whatever, and, and we don't know, you know, what's gonna happen with Chris or whatever, but she, the point is that she's happy now. And you know, we are we are happy for her, right? And we're like we hear these stories and, and instead of being like, That's never gonna happen to me, we hear it happened for her, it can happen for me. And that is that is sisterhood like that right there is you know mindset all the things that Emily was talking about like we can take this moment and rather than kind of be a little sad perhaps by by not having the same story but but instead celebrating her story and then that opens up the door for us to have our own story Mm -hmm. does that make sense
1: yes and I will say too I'll add to that and say something in sisterhood that I like to think about is when i'm triggered by another woman's right. success or you know where i'm seeing something reflected back to me that i actually want it usually it, the discomfort comes from ooh that's a desire of mine that i haven't really yes. honored yes right like or that's a something in me that i didn't think was quite possible but if if i can share it with you that means it's it's in you too or it's yes. possible for you too and if you can see it in someone else, we—it's like a mirror reflecting back to us our own potential and what's possible. And I think that is the thing. And I like to ask myself the question: What is the inspiration that she offers me right now? Yes, in this moment of trigger or in this moment of feeling like that could never happen for me or that's not possible for me or that's so unlikely, it really isn't because it's one—it's happened like three times for me alone. like three separate occasions. So I will say it's not, and I've heard so many other people too. I actually went to um, my friend's wedding in April to someone that she met a couple of years ago on Tinder who was in an open marriage when she met him.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And and they ended up getting married this past April. And it was so crazy to be at her wedding and be like, this is so possible. Like I would have never, and personally, I didn't think that it was going to work out. I was really nervous for her. I was feeling protected. I was like, or I was protective of her. I was feeling like there's no way this is going to be a healthy thing. You know, my own shit was coming up as she was getting, as she was falling in love, you know? And for me at the time I was going through a lot of weird relationship moments trying to figure out like, do I want to stay in this one relationship? Do I want to leave? Am I open to dating other people? Do I want to move? Where am I? Like my life was very different than it is now. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. so cool. I'm so happy for her. And it was so wild. And also I'll say that like there is some, I've noticed this in some of my clients as well, because they, you know, are dynamic women who also want love and more success and all of the things in their life. So this comes up sometimes. And I, you know, I think that there's something that people get either turned off by the idea of meeting someone online or, um, you know, like, ashamed if they did to tell that story and for me I I just share it I'm like nope we met on tinder I was literally sitting on my mom's couch like it's pretty cool that we can meet but some people will take that and say like oh I don't want people to know that I was on dating app so weird my boyfriend we were dying laughing and we we talk about this sometimes and I make fun of him (laughs) because he was like I was on every dating app yeah, <laughs> yeah he, was, like, he was like really looking. People. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet that you actually were like really looking." looking. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like it was even more destined that we meet. If he was on all of those apps, I was on one yeah. for like a day, <laughs> met each, connected. You know, oh, yeah. so crazy the way that things can happen, and we yeah. never know. It's like everything in life. It's like, we never can possibly know what is possible for us until we start taking the steps and seeing the evidence that it is, that it can
0: happen, that it is
1: happening and continue to trust and continue to take one step at a time. So
0: exactly. And that's the miracle mindset that we all hear about It's the idea that like anything like your end for your end, your search, the ends of your search can like literally be tomorrow. Like Mm -hmm. that's, That's the truth. You know, like we don't, we don't, you know, we don't know, but it could be. So, um, well, I guess we'll end it on that. That was such a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that with (laughs) us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now everybody's going to want to like have updates on Chris and how that's going. You can can just follow her on Instagram and you can follow her love story and just see, you know, how it goes and see Mm -hmm. how good looking Chris is.
1: Yeah. He's so (laughs) cute. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He melts me. I love him. Exactly. (laughs)
0: So you can, you can follow it. So can you tell us a little bit about where we can find you? And maybe um, if we're in, if anybody here that was listening that wants to join some sort of um, business mastermind or something like that, like what are some offerings or how can they Mm -hmm. get in touch with you?
1: Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Emily Castle Official, and that's spelled C-A-S-S-E-L. You can find me on Facebook. I have a private Facebook group for my own podcast, which is called Sexy Soulful Success. You can find me there as well on iTunes um, or on my website at emilycastle.com. And my podcast community on Facebook is called Sexy Soulful Success Podcast Sisterhood. So that's a good place to start if you're interested in Mm. gathering in sisterhood and seeing what that feels like and playing along with us and being part of our community. Um, I'm also planning some really exciting things for 2019 for the podcast community specifically. So if you're interested in receiving tools and resources and empowering like things to be able to go lead your own sisterhood circles and gather women in your own communities um, or even just make your friendships like we were talking about more intentional and in you're gathering with your current group of girlfriends more intentional or even your family members or whoever um, at work. Uh, that would be a really great spot for you to be, to get the updates on that. You can also find out more about my upcoming program, the soulful leadership mastermind. That's the, mm. the big uh, mastermind. We're traveling to Costa Rica and Greece oh in goodness. 2019 for retreats. Love it. And, um, it's really that the mastermind is about helping women, Really get their businesses to a point of six figures and beyond and doing that through soulful alignment with their soul's calling, with their mission on this planet and with the big dream that they really have so that they can bring it to life and have the tools and resources and support and um, expert trainings and private coaching and group coaching and just a full nine-month experience of total transformation and also luxurious nourishing retreats, which I love. I love to travel and
0: it's
1: so fun to host and bring women along on incredible retreats. So that's one thing. Um, I also have another program that's for women who are a little bit in an earlier stage of their business and that's called the business alchemy circle. That's a sisterhood program as well uh, created around business to help women set up the proper foundations for their business to help them create um, more growth and sustainable income and consistent income and also to do it in a way that feels soul nourishing and soul led. And um, yeah, everything Everything else is on my website. Yes, and we'll share
0: all of that on the show notes. so Yeah, perfect. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing yourself and just being and doing, just showing up in this this world and doing what you're doing. And I'm grateful for your friendship and your sisterhood.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Nikki. Same to you. And thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun to talk and to catch up with you. Yes.
0: Okay. So follow Emily and just head over to nikinova.com, Follow the podcast and you'll be able to get in touch with her. And we will see you next time. Question for you. Is 2019 going to be the year that you find love? You hope so, right? Well, hope is not really a strategy. In order to see the change, we need to create change or at least be open to the change that is trying to come through us. Which means you have to do something different. And I have something different for you. I have the final swipe masterclass. This is my 10 week group mentoring program where I will be working with you and other like-minded women who are ready to call in love. I'm teaching the formula that I use with my one-on-one coaching clients, but at a much more accessible price, you'll get videos, worksheets, meditations, a community and live online sessions with me. So I'll be answering your questions because you know you know how it is in dating one day we're doing great and the next day we're totally freaking out and as much as our friends and family love us they don't always give the best advice when it comes to love so please allow me to guide you please accept the help and the answers to your prayer you do not need to do this alone just wishing and hoping i will guide you to love register for the final swipe master class at nikinovo.com backslash course. And I will see you at love. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at nikinovo.com.